Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 33 of the podcast. So glad you've uh, decided to join in here. This episode of the show is brought to you by Gateway Drum Smokers. Competition season is just around the corner here in Canada and has already started down south. And Gateway Drum Smokers have been tearing up the competition circuit across Canada and the United States for very good reason. The natural convection airflow means your meat cooks in a fraction of the time. Briskets in four hours, ribs in two hours. Cooking hot and fast means your meat retains an exceptional amount of moisture, and the flavor from cooking on cans is unparalleled. You can find yours at Home Hardware in Red Deer and at Wickerland in Calgary. Uh, Check it out and uh, change the way you cook your meat. Curling update for you, Team Shalifor. We found our winning ways again uh, right at the proper time. We've had uh, last week and this week two big wins in the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday night men's league playoffs. And after our win tonight, we uh, play next week in the B-side final. So uh, quite the turnaround for the team and uh, really exciting times. If you're enjoying the show, please uh, pause your podcast app now and take a screenshot to share on your social media. Let your friends and your followers know that you're listening to the Eat More Barbecue podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And uh, while you're out on social media and on the web, check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail and get out and support the great barbecue joints in the province. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail page at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca for a listing of all the barbecue joints in Alberta. My guests uh, this week on the show are Karen and Dave from Empire Provisions. They are serving up some fantastic sandwiches at their Southeast Calgary restaurant. And while you're there, you can browse the butcher case for some outstanding smoked and cured meats and a great selection of cheeses and other artisanal grocery items. I hope you enjoy the episode as much as I enjoyed chatting with them. All right, we are back with another episode. And today I'm here at Empire Provisions in Calgary. With Karen Coe and Dave Sturries. Welcome to the show, guys. Right, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks thanks thank you for uh, having us down. I'm here with my daughter. We just had some fantastic lunch. I saw the burger go out. The burger was, <laughs> was awesome. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for being on. And I guess to start, talk about your, your backgrounds, uh, your, your food origin story, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Empire Provisions is a tongue in cheek name, so we consider ourselves to be the world's smallest empire. Okay. Uh, it's myself and Dave, where we started in 2016. Uh, it started as a sausage company, so. Okay. Um, you know, spearheaded by Dave and his family's recipes. Uh, We were doing a smaller amount of fresh sausage charcuterie. We were bringing that out to um, a newsletter that people would come in uh, and order online. Uh, When I say online, I mean they would email us. Uh, and uh, and then we were also doing supply to a lot of local restaurants, which we still do, which right. is a great okay. part of awesome. our business yeah. because we, we try to keep it local. Yeah. Uh, so the basic premise of it is that we do as much as we can with our hands yeah. um, and on-site and in-house, and we try and utilize the best of Alberta's produce yeah. and Alberta farmers. Awesome. Uh, we have really great relationships with a lot of Alberta local farmers, yeah. uh, but the basis and the foundation of Empire was just the two of us. Uh, and then in 2017, this... Uh, awesome opportunity came about where we could take over 
uh, this existing space, which has a huge history of being a deli in, okay. in Calgary. So yeah. um, we wanted to continue on that tradition. But in, along with that, we inherited 30 seats. Yeah. So we turned it into a bustling little cafe that you've been a part of today. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and and that's that. That's uh, that's what Empire Provisions is. It's a small family-run business yeah. uh, with a lot of heart and big ambitions. Yeah, awesome. So your are your backgrounds in food? Um, no, originally no. I had studied environmental science. Okay. And uh, worked at that for about seven years. Yeah. Studied for three and a half. And uh, after that, I got a little bit uh, tired with the industry. Right. Uh, some long days. I worked outside. I worked up north quite a bit. And uh, wasn't very conducive to a good relationship. Yep. And uh, I just wanted to do something different. And, okay. Um, butchery has always kind of intrigued me. And yep. uh, I grew up in an Italian household, so we were always making sausage. And, uh, awesome. Some of my uncles did uh, salami as well. So okay. it always piqued my interest. And yep. it piques our interest even more were sandwiches. Yeah. And so we came up with an idea to have a sandwich shop. And with that, I wanted to uh, learn how to do our own meats and stuff like that. And, but that ended up snowballing uh, just because I got so interested in it. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up kind of coming into here. So okay. uh, background-wise, I went from environmental science yeah. and I worked at a butcher shop for a year. Okay. I uh, worked under a fantastic butcher there, Eric Hudson. Okay. And uh, he took a year to basically mentor me. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Great to have that support. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, Butcher shops don't really exist anymore, and they're more meat cutters, so yeah. he was got to go back to all the butchery that uh, he once learned awesome. oh. uh, and teach me all that, so yeah. it was great. And then Excellent. From there, I went to Teatro and took over their butchery and charcuterie program, okay. and then we moved to the basement of Luna, and that's where we started all the Awesome. Yeah. Great. How about you, Karen? Uh, I'm a bit of a lifer, so okay. I've worked in hospitality since I was pretty young. Yeah. Um, my beginnings, my origins in terms of you know more my more professional career outside of serving uh, was more on the wine side. Okay. So uh, wine, wine, food pairing, wine director um, okay. for a couple of companies within the city, okay. um, and you know fully immersed into that. Uh, and then I switched gears sort of in my mid thirties uh, when we were living in Vancouver at the time. Okay. Uh, and I went to culinary school as well, and uh, really just not to become a chef, but because I really just had felt that I had stalled in my career and wanted to see if I wanted to continue on in hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really did just ignite. A, a passion for me Something, and yeah. uh, you know just cemented the the idea that you know I was meant to deal in the food industry um, yeah. and in hospitality in some way shape or form yeah. so when we moved back to Calgary to kind of start this business uh, I went to the Teatro group and I was okay. there for five years uh, working my way you know in different positions and, and ended my time there as their operations manager yeah. which was great because I got to see you know the various levels that that restaurant group had in terms of everything from casual to fine dining uh, which you know we tried to you know in some way, shape, or form, incorporated into the way that we treat our guests when they come Absolutely. into uh, into Empire. Yeah, super. So the I guess you kind of touched on it. The this wasn't the vision initially. I'm thinking, you right? Know, or was that? You never coming? know what the vision is when you yeah. start a small business plan, and everything evolved over time. And I yeah. think what was great was that we allowed it to just move organically, and we took advantage of an opportunity that made a lot of sense. Yeah. And then we reworked our business plan, as we still are. I mean, yeah, every day we're changing things up in the store. We're trying to stay dynamic, listening to what our customers want, what they yeah. like, you know, and what they dislike as well. Yeah. 
I think we came up with about 30 ideas on what we wanted to do. Right. And I do, I think we rewrote our business plan probably three times yeah. uh, for different kind of concepts of what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, and then this came out of nowhere, and so we just went for it. Now you have to be flexible, right? Yeah. yeah. Change as uh, opportunities arise. And, yeah. yeah. And it's been great. This is yeah. a pretty amazing neighborhood. Hillsborough yeah, is very place. friendly. Yeah. It's, it's you know, a place that had a history of having, you know, a family-owned business. Yeah. And so you do get a lot of families in here, but we just get lots of people who just really appreciate that it's outside of franchise, sure, yeah. restaurants, yeah. yeah, and that we're making everything in-house and on-site. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, certainly uh, supporting your local For sure. uh, I, movement. Yeah. Uh, going on right yeah without you know without us being you know on this other end of the spectrum where we're unapproachable I mean yeah. our idea you know yes it's sandwich based but yeah. the idea was for us has always been that casual food should be yeah. accessible um, and that it can be quality made yeah. and that that's not going to be at the detriment of, of the quality that the consumer should be having yeah no, that's awesome let's uh, talk about the menu a little bit the restaurant the restaurant side of it uh, yeah. um, the sandwiches primarily I guess is the yeah, main uh, focus our whole concept and idea is to showcase on the menu what you can also buy right. in the deli case. Okay. Uh, so again, yeah, trying to mix up the proteins, not just be entirely pork, which right. um, we kind of gravitate towards because of all the charcuterie right. uh, and sausage. And uh, a lot of it is based off of travels that we've had together, okay. uh, places we've been, meals we've shared. Um, countries we enjoyed and right. all that kind of translates into the food. Yeah, so taking those uh, inspirations and exactly, yeah. making something yeah. that works here, I mean, right? We have classics, but we try to put spins on them, yeah. um, or we just try to do it at a very high level, yeah. you know, so, because that, you know, the, anyone can make a chicken farm, but, you yeah. know, we use really great chickens from Bowdoin Farms, okay. you know, we'll you know make our sauce from scratch like there's not a lot of like jar opening right, yeah. here uh, yep. there is there's a lot of pot stirring yeah absolutely that's perfect yeah, yeah love we've it. Uh, dressed up the humble sandwich yeah no it's uh, great it's our second time having lunch here and it's uh, it's been great the, yeah. the burger was <laughs> I know. the burgers are, have definitely become a thing when we talk about yeah. businesses morphing and you know, we put a burger on one weekend and yeah. it became extremely popular. Yeah. And now it's just become like this thing that on the weekends we'll have a yeah. special burger and yeah. and we have people who come here and travel for it. it awesome. It's quite fun. Yeah, yeah. excellent. And uh, so the, uh, the butcher case, the meat case and cheese and everything else in there, talk about the products, what have you got going in there? Um, so for cured products, we it basically breaks down to salami. Yeah. So anything... Um, any, uh, I guess, ground uh, protein goes into the salami casing, mm -hmm. and then we do whole muscle as well, which uh, we bring in our own pigs, and we butcher them specifically to get the cuts we want right. and kind of the size we want uh, to do the curing. So uh, a lot of it is uh, kind of Italian-focused, mm -hmm. uh, Italian, French, and Spanish okay. uh, for the cured products. Yep. And... Um, it's just a labor of love. It's, yeah. uh, we have three curing fridges in the back. Okay. Two are strictly for salami, and the other one is for the whole muscle. Yeah. And uh, just trying to see what we have. Um, and for process for curing, it goes anywhere from two weeks to about eight months. Yeah. yeah. So eight months we do for the culatello, which okay. is very similar to a prosciutto. Okay. Yeah. And uh, everything else kind of falls in between. It's nice. That's uh, yeah. yeah, quite a process then. Eight months is a... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, a <laughs> it's a patience game, <laughs> you know, kidding, and, yeah. and 
with that too. It's, uh, I mean, it's something that we consider, like Kulatello, we consider to be our, our crown jewel. So it's one of those things where we're just allowing, you know, the expertise of really great farms to come through. Like we, we have a bit of a minimalist approach. We want pork products to taste like pork. Um, you know, so all of our, even our seasoning blends, they're our own recipes and, you know, it's not about, again, opening up a bucket yeah. and doing, you know, measuring out, you know, how much, you know, land Jaeger you're yeah. supposed to make or how much Sassasone said. We, we've designed it so that we have very distinctive, a distinctive note to our yeah. cured products. Yeah, but keeping, like you said, the, keeping the natural flavors of the yeah. meat there, right? Yeah, and like keeping salt at a tolerable rate. Yeah. And finally, some charcuterie gets really, really, really salty. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, non-commercial products, yeah. like some stuff that I have people bring to me okay. and to try, yeah. and I just find people are a little bit cautious and actually put a lot of salt into it. Yeah. And we found a really nice, I think, uh, medium, and I think both of us have a great palate, and yeah. we just know it tastes really good. Yeah. And, uh, like Karen mentioned, it's to highlight the farms that we work with. Awesome. We're not going to um, this extent to support local product and. Mm-hmm. Hormone free and antibiotic free animals to not actually taste the yeah. taste the pork. There's no point in using it if uh, we can't actually taste it. Yeah, you're source, sourcing a quality product while you hide the taste, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think you know, I mean, charcuterie are cured products. So you know, over the years, you know, you've had different studies that come out, you know, that sort of talk about, you know, the sort of then a little bit of. Negativity towards you know additives and preservatives and whatnot, and we just try to keep our product as, as natural as possible while still keeping people course, safe. So course, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it is a delicate balance. A balance for sure. And you do some smoked items, correct? Correct. Yes. So it's a barbecue podcast. So let's yeah. Say that. <laughs> He's like, and enough about yeah. that. <laughs> what uh, talk about the smoked items? What, uh, what do you got uh, there? Smoked items. So we have a pretty large uh, commercial smoker in the back. Okay. Uh, it is more ideal for hot dogs and smoking sausages okay. and yep. bacon yep. Uh, and some ham. Uh, so we do hot dogs. We do do a Reuben sausage as well. That okay. tastes like a basically took all the ingredients of a Reuben nice. sandwich uh, and then blended it up in with some some beef and then yep. we smoke that. It's wow. a really nice uh, yep. sausage. And uh, we do our bacon. Yeah. And then we do a lot of non-meat items right, too. Yeah. So fun with smokers is kind of like yeah. what we, it's a smoke them if you got them kind of thing. When we first opened, we threw a lot of stuff in the smoker, so yeah. it not too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we tried like onions, lemons, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lemons, cabbage, okay. potatoes. I've heard about, somebody was talking about cabbage on another podcast the other day. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, I, I'm curious to try it. I think it would be better, and this is what I was kind of trying to get to, uh, using charcoal and wood is yeah. Uh, Amazing, especially for like ribs and yeah. Um, yeah. chicken and all sorts of stuff like yeah. that. The commercial smoker is a little bit different, it's more for kind of commercial yeah. products. Yeah. Um, so, I think doing cabbage over charcoal would be amazing. Yeah, well, that's what the guy was saying because the guy was doing a pork butt, and this guy was saying, Well, just take core out your cabbage, uh, stick a butter in there. <laughs> and just let it smoke as long as you. Yeah. yeah oh, that sounds yeah. great. For the twelve hours or whatever yeah. the pork butt's going to be. Yeah. So and we also we actually do also have yeah. like a commercial like not sorry a charcoal smoker yeah. as well in which we do you know some smaller, smaller scale yeah. and like yeah. more specialty stuff especially in the summertime when it's barbecue season. Yeah. Um, but you know some of our more popular items like our smoked olives yeah. here. So we take like the larger like cherry nola yes. olives. We smoke those. Our almonds, which are quite addictive as well. And then we do smoke. Sorry, smoked sea salt, yeah. um, which has been 
a great finishing salt. So yeah. we have customers who come in and tell us how they use it. Mm-hmm. They love it on eggs. They love it as a finishing salt on fish. And yeah. so it's really great. We've been able to like incorporate some of those other other applications that you can yeah. use with that kind of equipment. And and when we inherited this equipment too, we were like, wow, like we were like this really did expand our operation. Whereas, so the smoker came with the uh, with the place. Here. Yeah, oh, we. I mean, all of this stuff yeah. was ready. It was, oh, it nice. was almost show ready. So yeah. it made a lot of sense for us to to take the big leap and absolutely. And, so yeah, we're gonna do it, and we're gonna also have a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we inherited some equipment that I don't think initially I had in our business plan. Right. So got a really nice big uh, bowl cutter in the back, or yeah. buffalo chopper yeah. uh, that we do all our mortadella and uh, hot dogs in. Yeah, we do all our emulsifications, and yeah. to be honest, I never thought I would own one. Yeah, yeah. we're just gonna get a really big kind of food processor and do our products that way. But yeah. this is. Uh, it's a game changer. Awesome. Yeah. And it just allowed us to just become more creative yeah. as a result. Yeah, it gives you it opens up doors for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, have you done any cheese in the smoker at all? Or? No, we uh, should. Yeah, the ones that got on the sandwich, you kind of got lost, so yeah. it's just an extra step we were adding. Sure, yeah. So yeah. we stopped doing that. But yeah, no, I just should. cold should, smoked yeah. some cheese myself for the first time. Of, but and how did you like it? It was good, yeah. yeah. It's just some cheddar and some gouda. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you have to do like something that like is amenable to that, yeah. right? Like yeah. a milder style cheese that yeah. wants to take on that flavor. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. provolone, mozzarella. How long did you smoke it for? A couple hours. Okay. Yeah, I bought. I've got uh, like a, a Weber kettle, and I bought just a, a smoker tube and filled it up with pellets. So I didn't have any charcoal going in the kettle. I just had the cheese in there, okay. and just lit one end of this of the pellets in this smoker tube. So didn't right. create enough heat to melt anything. Just yeah, yeah. let it uh, let it go in there for a couple hours. It's tasty. It doesn't it doesn't penetrate too too deeply into the cheese, right? So, yeah. but you get the flavor for sure. So yeah, you try that again. Yeah, something something good. So you've uh, you kind of touched on the partners, the farms you're dealing with. Talk yeah. about uh, some of those relationships. I know I did a podcast with Bear in the Flower a couple they're weeks so ago. Great, yeah. I mean, they're our major they mentioned you, they mentioned you guys. Oh, so, they're the yeah, best. Wonderful folks. Yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, it's great. I, they have a similar story. You know, yeah. they're, they're a couple and, you know, they're... They used to work downtown and, you know, quit their, quit their jobs yeah. to take over you know, Chris's family for yeah. so. Yeah, it's very similar for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and Bowden for Bowden uh, yeah, chicken. Yeah, Bowden for, Bowden for yeah. chicken. We've uh, you know during sort of like the more seasonal parts of the year where turkeys are on offer. We've worked with Winters. Okay. Um, you can speak a little bit more about Redtail, who's one of our yeah, favorite Red- smaller smaller suppliers. Definitely, yeah. It's a fantastic farm near Otaskawin. Okay. Um, and very holistic approach to farming. Okay. Uh, but he just has or they, I should say, he, uh, a bit of a smaller farm, so. They raise pigs and they raise uh, uh, cattle as well. Okay. Uh, they only slaughter two to kind of four times a year. So, right. So yeah. uh, when we get the opportunity to work with them, we jump at it. Yeah. Uh, but just, just the best. Stuff, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, so pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's an interesting thing. Like even just when we started this entire venture, you know, you you know, I think you think you spend enough time, you know, eating good food or traveling, uh, but now we get to differentiate. We get different farmers bringing things to us, you know, we're trying them side by side with other 
price. So to, do, to differentiate, you know, between how an animal is raised, their diet, and then be able to taste that in the meat, it's pretty special, yeah. you know, and, and it's great. I, I believe that, you know, I, I'm a little bit spoiled now, and I say this in the best way possible, because, yeah. you know, I, I do believe it's important that you, I, we both do, though, I mean, we both believe it's inherently important to know where your food is coming from, you know, how it was raised, and what, and what it was fed, and, yeah. you know, it's the food that, I mean, it's what gives us energy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, no, it's important, yeah. And then for Lyle, we work with uh, two farms, Unique Farms and okay. Lambtastic. I've heard about Lambtastic, yeah. 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 As well as beef, uh, we're working with um, Austin Ridge, yeah. Okay. yeah. Beef's awesome. a little bit more difficult to get kind of a more intimate relationship with farms. Okay. Uh, I always want to work with smaller farms in Alberta, but it's pretty tough. They only slaughter probably once or twice a year. Yeah. And so what they have to offer is typically always frozen, and I always like to bring in fresh meats. Right. So we're working on that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, aside from the, the restaurant, you talked about uh, working with some other restaurants. Uh, providing the charcuterie items, any yeah. catering, anything like that that you guys are doing? Or oh, we do all the things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're hustlers. Yeah, that's, well, like, that's great. Yeah. You know, as a small business, you know, the catering side of things has been a great sort of addition to yeah. our business. Obviously, we do quite a bit of charcuterie boards, and those go out the door. We do yeah. grazing tables, in which we'll take over, you know, anything from like an eight-foot table and sort of build a feast wow. right on top of it. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of office catering because yeah. we are a sandwich shop uh, but we've done we've now moved into more specialized um, events so we've done a lot of private events in the shop we've done we did a beer bourbon and barbecue one that oh, nice. it, we'll do it again in the summer and we'll, we'll partner up with the brewery we partnered up with vine arts they brought in bourbon uh, and then we kind of just get wild on the tables yeah. we barbecue to our heart's delight uh, we fire up both smokers in the back um, and then we come around with like you know garbage bags and like, just like dump the bones and we do the next round yeah. So, you know, things like that, are, uh, we've seen people have realized that there's a lot of capacity for our kitchen. We have a very talented chef named Aaron Pickering, who has a huge um, sort of large event background. Uh, and with that, you know, it's really just expanded our portfolio. So we do fun stuff like that. We'll do pop-up sausage parties, and then we'll also get in there and we'll do, like, intimate dinners in people's homes. Super, super, super. Yeah. And, I mean, it's the thing is that we have all the product here. So the world is your oyster. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. Oh, please. Um, just for wholesale, we work yeah. with a couple of smaller supermarkets. Okay. Uh, Sunnyside Markets. Okay. Trying to get into almost every quadrant of the city. Yeah. Uh, so Sunnyside, our Daily Breads, Company, yeah. and uh, the Italian supermarket. Right. Yeah. Italian, Italian Center. Center. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They would not want you to call it a supermarket. <laughs> yeah. Italian Center. Yeah. And um, we also work with some restaurants as well. Okay. Two Penny, Calcutta Club, Luna, Luna. Uh, Bridget Bar, Bridget Bar, Greta Bar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, getting, and getting on all there, different right? levels, you know, we've done a lot of specialized products for them, which yeah. is great because they'll say something like, what can you do in the smoker? Yeah. And, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to stay creative, which yeah. is really great. I mean, you know, I say us, but really, I mean, Dave, is, Dave is production, and I'm the obvious cheerleader for yeah. the two of us, so... Uh, but it's great because we, we get into brainstorming sessions and now we have Aaron in the fold as well and yeah. we kind of just think about, you know, what's the other thing that we can do. It would be really easy for us to be a deli, you know, offer cold cuts and, you know, have it and, you know, that's it at the end yeah. of the day. But we really just wanted something that, you know, 
inspired us a little bit more and also, you know, put a different spin on something that people have already seen before. So it's been an interesting part to have all these different factors in this business to allow us to really just expand our own capacities and move beyond what we thought we were even capable of. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's been great working uh, with some of these restaurants and actually working with a chef. They want something specific, so give me an idea kind of create something, we go back and forth, try it together, taste it together, yeah. get tasting notes, get their ideas and feedback, and yeah. we have a few products on our shelf all the time because yeah. of that. So yeah. well, and it that probably process. helps you different ideas for exactly, new things yeah. as well, working with the... Looking through somebody else's eyes yeah, and uh, through their palate as well, so oh, it's, been, awesome. uh, it's been great. Yeah, and then uh, you do the uh, the gift boxes, I know, I picked up some of those before Christmas. How was it? They were great, well, the customer, I gave them away as uh, for customer gifts, so they... Uh, Good feedback there, and then we did the Valentine's dinner. My wife and I, a couple of weeks ago, so that was awesome. Great idea. Yeah, yeah, and we, you know, we got so much good feedback on doing the sort of like prepared meals in the boxes that we just think like it's a great way and a great opportunity for us. You know, when we get into now that we're getting into like these ones where everyone's just really busy, they get home, they're exhausted, it's cold. Um, you know, and to have all that work done for you, yep. and maybe spend max twenty minutes in the kitchen. Yeah, so yeah, so the, we'll we'll definitely do we'll definitely see more of those sort of like meal prep style yeah. boxes. And then when we get into the summertime again, like we had like you know, again we fire up the smoker and yeah. all of those things that are ready to go that people just want to take because they're doing alfresco dining. They want to be in the backyard. You know, exactly. it, it really is more about allowing people to socialize and entertain and be close yeah. to each other. Yeah, awesome. So where uh, where can folks find you guys? Physically anywhere, online? Anywhere. Yeah. Well, you can definitely find us at uh, empireprovisions.com. Yep. Uh, that's where you'll see all of our menu offerings, our catering menus. Um, you'll get kind of all of the news of what we've got going on. Right. We have all the social media accounts. So if yeah. you're looking up Empire Provisions. Yeah, I'll, put the, I'll put the links in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And your address here? It's 8409 Elbow Drive, Southwest. Awesome. And uh, kind of the last thing I like to close with is uh, it's dinner time. What's uh, what's the go-to meal for you guys? I think it might be esposito sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our house esposito sausage. Okay. Uh, it's very versatile. So we've been my entire life, my family's been making the sausage, and my mom would kind of cut it up and put it in tomato sauce, and we'd make pasta with that. Sure. So that's yep. a go-to. And yeah. I mean, lately we've just been frying it up with kale. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Allowing the juices to kind of soak into the vegetable, yeah. and then yeah, I mean, meals are kind of like quick and easy for yeah. us. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Roasted so I, chicken or lemon. Lemon is right. Roasted chicken. We do that quite a bit. Yeah. I know. We, we, uh, I would love to say we cooked more. But, uh, I know. Yeah, we went from uh, being, you know, quite adventurous and elaborate yeah. cooks to, you know, shrinking it down and kind of, the food becomes, I mean, I literally ate standing up in the back yeah, before I, I, I came I, I, out yeah, here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's the glamorous life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, I appreciate you appreciate doing this it. and taking some time. you got a busy, busy place here today. Yeah, so. but we've got an awesome team. I mean, if we ended on any kind of note, no, please, know, by all Empire means. Uh, was originally the two of us, but the best part of the business has been it, including this wonderful team and family that we have now. And, yeah. you know, no successful business is, you know, just one person alone. And, yeah. and we are very lucky. Like, the fact that I'm not distracted right now. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, so, you standing know up every two of, right? seconds, yeah. we know that our people are being taken care of and yeah. that our people are have our backs. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thanks. Thank All right. you. My pleasure. 
Well, that's another episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Uh, thank you for your time, and thank you for listening. I really, really, truly appreciate it. And uh, make sure to check out the show, Sponsor Gateway Drum Smokers, and change the way you smoke your meat. You can visit www.prairiebbq.com for more details and to find a retailer near you. Big thanks to Karen and Dave from Empire Provisions here in Calgary, and be sure to get down there and check them out. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review. Share the show with your friends. Message me with your comments on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. The email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Next week on the show, I have a Skype interview with Kevin from the Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, and Barbecue podcast out of St. Louis. We had a great talk about uh, their show, about barbecue scene down in that St. Louis area, and uh, we got into a little bourbon talk. Really enjoyed that conversation, and uh, you can check that out next week. As always, a big, big thank you to Alan Horbin for all the music on the show, and until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.